Another edition of Beat the Closing Number presented by TheLines.com. My name is Eli Herskovich. You can follow The Lines on Twitter at TheLinesUS. And you can follow The Lines lead MLB analyst, Mo Noir, on Twitter at Mo Noir. Breaking down the Tuesday MLB slate we were off yesterday. Mo is getting back from a poker tournament. We'll touch on that towards the end. But we do have a NBA Conference Finals betting preview with the Ringers Raheem Palmer up if you want to check that out. Remember to give the video a thumbs up and ring the bell to get notifications whenever the Lions releases a new sports betting video like our NBA Conference Finals preview. But Mo, let's get into today's MLB slate. First pitch, 6.40 p.m. Eastern Time. Nats at Marlins. And believe it or not, Washington has been pretty profitable for baseball betters this season. 18-23 and 23 straight up Miami 20 and 21, but a pretty poor run differential, which I'm sure you'll touch on. The Marlins are minus 170 on the money line. It is Jesus Lazardo, a 3.38 ERA and a 4.42 xFIP. So his peripherals don't necessarily show him keeping up his above average, average start, depending on how you want to look at it, against Josiah Gray, who was a part of the Trey Turner deal two, three years back, 296. ERA and a 4.78 xFIP. So peripherals don't like Gray too much either. But when you dig a little bit further, Gray isn't getting hit nearly as hard as Lazardo, especially when it comes to barrels. And Gray also has the highest ground ball percentage of his three-year major league career. So a couple different ways to look at this matchup, Mo. And I want to dive into the NL wildcard race as well after this game because it's pretty fascinating. Both teams are right in the mix in a below-average National League a month into the season, a month plus. But how are you handicapping Washington and Miami? I like Washington again. Um, I like fading Miami again, just like the last time we did this show on Friday. That one, <laughs> I believe, did come through for us with the Reds. And, yeah, once again, um, like you already said, uh, Miami is pretty bad. Like I, I think people looking at their record are not realizing how bad they are, and they're pretty bad. Uh, and not only are they pretty bad, but they're worse right now because missing Jazz Chisholm, I believe, um, foot issue, turf toe, I think it is. Uh, he's not on – like technically he could play because he's not on – uh, IL or anything, but I think they said he's going to see a foot specialist. So I definitely don't expect him to be in the lineup here. Um, he's probably their second best hitter, probably their best player, maybe uh, arise, I guess, but he's pretty bad on D jazz is not hitting the ball particularly well this year, but he was their best player by a large, large margin last year. And um, yeah, if that ever like, shaped up towards his last year's numbers. He's probably their best player again this year, and he's not going to be there, I don't think. And on the other side, you have a Washington lineup that has been crushing lefties all season, really, and and I think kind of profiles to be a good lineup against lefties, very right-hand heavy. Uh, 118 WRC plus so far against lefties. That's fourth best in baseball. Luzardo's always been a guy with a, a mild split. Like, he's still solid against righties, about average. Um, and very, very dominant against lefties, I believe. So should be setting up good for Washington's offense here. And yeah, you touched on Josiah. He's been a guy who has really not ever pitched to his talent level until he radically changed the way he pitches 
this year, and it's working for him. Um, he, instead of throwing a bunch of fastballs, because that's just what you're supposed to do when you're a, a pitcher, he is one of these guys that is going the route of just radically, like, leading with his breaking pitches, basically, and, and just understanding that his fastball stinks, because it does. Uh, down to 19% <laughs> on his four-seamer this year and throwing 42% sliders. And it and it's much better for him so far. Uh, Miami also not good against the sliders. They're third worst in baseball against the slider. And Josiah's problem, I don't even know if this is an issue now because like it's still pretty early, but it's always been the home runs have been the biggest issue for him. Um, too many walks combined with home runs. It's very, very combustible combination and and this year not allowing as many home runs I think the new the new approach is working for him in that sense but also like you look at Miami's lineup bottom 10 in slugging bottom 10 in home run per fly ball and and that's with jazz like this is not a lineup with any power so I think it's a really good spot for Washington um Luzardo obviously more talented better pitcher than Josiah. So I do have Miami favor, just not this big. So I like Washington at like anything above, honestly, plus 130. It looks good to me. You started to give Gray some praise and then you geared more towards constructive criticism. So hopefully Gray doesn't watch this video to hype himself up for tonight's game. But I teased this a little bit ago, Mo, before you gave your handicap for Marlins Nats. I know a wildcard race is very budged up, and you have pretty much the entire National League in the mix. Marlins are tied for the final spot with the Phillies, but we both expect Miami to dip back in the race in that regard. Mets have struggled. Nats took, I believe, three or four from New York over the weekend, including yesterday. Maybe, I think it was three or four or something along those lines. The Padres have struggled mightily, just got swept by... The Dodgers over the weekend, too, despite winning on Monday against Kansas City. The Cubs, even though they have a pretty substantial run differential on the positive end of things, have struggled of late. And the Cardinals, maybe the lone team in the National League in terms of teams that are trying to get back towards the top of the wild card race, are hitting the baseball finally. And Nolan Arenado is really starting to do just that. So, we touched on this last week. St. Louis had plus 550 odds to win the NL Central, I believe, as high as plus 230 or some number around that to make the playoffs. And playoff odds are off the board as of now at a bunch of major sports books. So we're both high on the Cardinals, and that lineup is starting to come through for us and make our words look a little better as they were struggling big time about a month plus into the season. But Mo. Second game of two to get to here, 9.45 p.m. Eastern time, first pitch. Phillies at Giants. The Phillies are one of those teams in the NL wildcard race that have been up and down 20 and 21, so right around 500 against San Francisco, 18 and 23 this season. Phillies are as high as minus 120 on the money line. Zach Wheeler against Alex Cobb. Pretty fascinating pitching matchup when you start to break things down. Wheeler has a 3-8-0 ERA, but his peripheral says he's pitched much better than that. And Cobb, who was a victim of a ton of negative variants last season, has a 170 ERA and a 312 XFIP. 
but the peripherals also say he's gotten unlucky a little bit as well when you look at the opponent's BABIP, which I believe is around 330. So what's your bet for Phillies at Giants? Yeah, two right-handers, two of my favorite right-handers in this one. Uh, I can't honestly think of any times I've ever faded Alex Cobb in recent years. I've definitely been higher on Cobb than the market, Um, but I did bet the Phillies. Cobb is doing great, and rightfully so. He should have had a better season last year than he did, but let down by a combination of bad luck and really a piss-poor defense, to be honest. Bad outfield. Bad everything. The Giants are just so bad on defense. <laughs> That's one funny thing about this. This is like one of the few matchups where the Phillies aren't at like a serious disadvantage uh, on the defensive end of things. Um, but yeah, Zach Wheeler has been actually honestly better than ever this season. 84.5 exit velocity. I mean, you just, it doesn't really get any better than that. I mean, he's allowed three barrels all season. That is just incredible stuff. Cobb's been great too. He's like he's approaching Framber Valdez levels of worm burning at this point. I mean, he's like at sixty four percent grounders or something, which is insane. But it, it doesn't help him as much as it should on that team. But yeah, I do have him projected a little weaker than Wheeler. And as far as offenses go in this game, I mean, the numbers say these offenses are roughly equal against right-handed pitching. I would say Philly has a decent edge there though especially like the numbers don't reflect you know Bryce Harper is back and uh the Giants just also lost Jock Peterson so they have another another impactful injury here he's been smashing the baseball yet again nearly a 500 slugging um you know you just roll Jock Peterson out every year in a platoon and he's just gonna kill it against right-handed pitching but Going to be missing him for this one as he just went on the IL. So uh, I like Philly's offense better. I like their pitcher better. Like I said, defense, it's just two bad defenses. And I think their bullpen, it's probably close there as well. So uh, the Philly does have a better bullpen um, when healthy, but Jose Alvarado, I believe, is still out. So that, that could hurt them here. But I do think they should be slightly bigger favorites than they are. So I I did take them at minus 120, no, minus 115, I believe, and could play this one up to minus 120, I think. You can find all of Mo's bets in real time in the Lions Discord channel. Just head over to thelines.com for the free link to our free Discord. No touts in that Discord, and if they do, they get booted. Mo, of course, gives all of his MLB bets for free. And speaking of bullpen, Variance, which we touched on a lot on Beat the Closing Number this season. The Phillies got the negative end of things. The Giants got some positive variance when it came to some of the umpire mistakes at the tail end of yesterday's game, which resulted in a San Francisco victory. And I'm sure Philly will have revenge on their mind tonight. But Mo, want to wrap things up with your poker tournament for the weekend. I know you were up in... Michigan. So how did that go? For great you? event. Um, great event. Would really want to go back and play it again for sure. But uh, it was just a lot of punishment, to be honest. Um, just really <laughs> took a beating there. Did not cash in the tournament, but I had a fun trip anyways and uh, did do well in the cash games. So it was a good trip for me overall. And, uh, you know, I got to watch some, got to watch some baseball, got to watch some basketball. So it was all right. 
All right. Maybe that's all we'll say about it. But for Motawara, for myself, Eli Herskovich, remember to follow the lines on Twitter at the Lines US if you want a little bit more of a deep dive on tonight's MLB slate for yourself and to handicap all of tonight's games for Tuesday's card. Remember to head over to thelines.com as well as play.thelines.us to have your shot to win a $25 Amazon gift card in our daily MLB Pick'em contest. For more details, head over to play.thelines.com for more information. That's going to do it for today's episode of Beat the Closing Number for May 17th. Thanks for watching and listening. So long, everybody. 